Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of No Standard, yeah. man. What's happening? What's down? What's down? <laughs> like you're super excited about stuff, man. What's going on? Man, you know, um, DQ is always uh, uh, fun, man. You know, she always keeping it a bean. You know what I mean? And uh, it's a lot been circling around and on this particular topic. Oh, and uh, we've seen a lot of, we've seen a lot come. And we've seen a lot go. <laughs> For whatever they read. We're going to let their reasons be their reasons this morning, though. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? But I'm listen, my name is Byron. Today, man. Yeah, listen, my name is Byron, real estate investor out of Houston, Texas, primarily focused on the wholesale space, a little bit of creative finance, fix and flip. New construction, new to the build to rent space. Definitely excited about that. Uh man got a nice deal working on the day. Oh, it, it's a it's a beautiful situation. You know, um, you know, my goal was to do uh 10 million in total revenue for the construction. Looks like we're gonna do half that on this one deal that we're doing today. Shout out to me in the building. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to me in the building. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to me. You know, huh? And uh uh so so I think that's a beautiful situation, but listen. We got a lot to cover today um, because, you know, I'm going to be real with you. Oh, a lot of people honestly have gotten hurt in this space, um, expecting uh, things that they didn't need to be expecting. And then it's a lot of people who have done it wrong. Right. And and gotten themselves into trouble. But it's a lot of people that are doing it right. They figured it out. They're not new to it. They're true to it. They are really active in the business and they, they figured out how to win in this particular space. And so we're going to hear all of that perspective. We're going to we want all of the smoke. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's all you. Oh, what, what, what we got, man? Yo, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, man. I'm excited about today, today's conversation, man. Cause like you said, they got a lot of things going on in the, in the drop shipping world, the Amazon world, all that. I just want to, I want to hear a little bit of it, you know, I don't you know, want to hear a little bit, but uh, my name is O'Neill Parker, real estate investor, entrepreneur out of left here, Louisiana. I've been investing in real estate since 2016, full-time entrepreneur 2020, do all things real estate, but I love passive income, love rentals, and I'm an owner of a leverage to wealth, teaching people how to leverage where they are currently to get wealthy in real estate. And we got a new class coming up. So if you're interested, make sure you text wealth to 337 Three eight one zero two zero eight. Uh, again, that's three three seven three eight one zero two zero eight. We can have it come across the bottle, so you have to check that out. Y'all looking to get into real estate in two thousand twenty four, man. I, I, I may have what y'all need, but um, 
Today gonna be a good one, man. We're gonna talk about Amazon drop shipping and all those different things. Because I don't know about y'all. Maybe I can put in the chat. They had a lot of people advertising Amazon, Amazon this, Amazon that. Last probably I'd say first six months of 2023 and all of 22, probably all of 21. So all you seen was Amazon automation, Amazon this, Amazon that, Amazon that. I don't really see it too much, Byron. What about you? Man, them boys, them boys, man. And them boys quiet too, man. Them boys hiding from people, man. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, listen, man, I'm hearing, I'm hearing I'm all kind of lawsuits. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing the things, you know, and, uh, it's it's amazing to me, man. Um, this this is just for everybody in the room. This is for everybody in the room. One thing I've learned about business, oh, is that you're gonna hear about a new trend in business every what? Every quarter for sure. Every quarter. <laughs> it's gonna be a new trend, right? Just because you hear about the trend, right? don't mean that you need to switch from the business that you in to entertain the trend. Now, shiny object syndrome. Yeah. So you know, you you want to you want to be clear that you want to be clear that you're not just chasing the shiny objects because what can happen, you can get yourself in a situation where you can get hurt if you don't know what you're doing. Right? Um uh, it's always good to stick to the tried and true and if you're going to fool with somebody in, in any particular space, let that person have experience in what they doing before you, you get to jumping on that bandwagon because things can end horribly wrong. That's all I want to put out there. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Man, we got DQ with us, man. Let's see. We got DQ in the building. I think yeah, I can't. Hold on, hold on, yo. Let me come up. Sorry, my bad. What's, What's up? What's up? up? What it do? Can you guys Camera see me? Again. Oh my Camera god! Hold your, hold your mules. Hold your mules. All right. Is mm. it? How about now? <laughs> it came on and then it went right back off. What in the world? Hold on. We gonna get it together. Amen. There we go. Boom. DQ, if you can, for the people that don't know, you know, if you can, do a little slight introduction. Everybody may not know you here, but they should know you. Okay, and if they don't, they're getting ready to. Hello? (laughs) My name is Joy. I am affectionately known as the dropshipping queen. I am an e-commerce expert who specializes in dropshipping. I am also the owner of 14, heavy on the 14, okay, drop shipping stores, all right? I have generated over $10 million in online sales through my drop shipping stores. And so I have come to set the record straight to let the let, let my good people know that drop shipping is not dead. It is alive. So I am ready to dive into it, my good, clean brother. They got the they got the port TA on now. No, the last time the most people most people seen that 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 liquor right there was when Cat Williams was flaming Club Shay Shay. <laughs> well, when they were standing on business, as they should. Ah, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, Byron. But, oh, it's you know, always a good thing to stand on business. Always a good thing. It's always it's always a good thing. Ooh, I could dig it. Well, I'm definitely excited. So. So you, how long you been in, in dropshipping? You said 
you generated over 10 million. How long you yes, actually been in that job? This year it'll be 10 years since I have been drop shipping. I started right. Hey. Yep, I started right at the end of 2014 and really got going that following year. And it's been all she wrote since then. What made you get into it initially? Oh, you know, initially, um, I was a I was a teacher, elementary school teacher, taught third grade. What? Um, Yeah, I was at a elementary school teacher for almost ten years. Same same amount of time in the school system between Palm Beach County and in Hamilton County up in Ohio. Um, I did a little teaching for a couple of years in Fulton County. And so, um, I, I, you know what, as a teacher, it was tasking. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm a very caring person. Sometimes I can tend to wear my heart on my sleeve. And I was dealing with a sector of children that was really tugging on me emotionally, um, where I found I was bringing my work home and it just became too much. And I needed to take control of my time. You know, I was working three different positions in the school system. I was one of the only people that had three different pay rates in the school system. I was killing myself literally working there. And so I had to find a way out. And one day I was scrolling on Facebook just to scroll in. And I came across a post. And it was like a little ad talking about drop shipping. Never heard of it before. Never didn't know nothing about it. But I'm a deal. I my me myself. I'm a studious note taker. You know, I'm somebody that's gonna go find out. I'm a researcher, avid researcher. And so I did a little digging. Went to looking, and I found a mentor um, who quote unquote knew about drop shipping. So that was my first investment. I spent about $1,500 to get a part, to become a part of that mentorship. And let's just say I learned nothing. That's all she wrote. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, I, I learned, no, I learned nothing. I, I, I mean, and I was devastated. I was, you know, I was a fresh um, somebody. I was just, I had just got a divorce. You know, um, I was starting over from scratch, um, coming from a very toxic situation. And so I just did not have money to just be spinning and throw it away like that. So I was really, you know, depending on, you know, to walk away with some type of value to where I can leave my job, which is what my goal was to transition from my working for the school system. And it just I didn't got a happen. question about that. Mm-hmm. So was it was it a lack of quality knowledge he was given? Like it was just watered down YouTube information, or you just probably did. Or you just didn't um, I guess, understand the information that they, that he was providing. I wouldn't say that it was it wasn't necessarily that I, I wasn't understanding the information because the concept behind drop shipping itself is pretty simple to cut and dry. Um, I feel like it was more so the lack of mentorship and the lack of information. Um, I do feel like it was watered down. Um, I do feel like I could have taken my talents over to YouTube or the university and gotten the information that I was getting for free. And so it just didn't propel me like I thought it was going to propel me. Mm. Didn't have your expectations. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it absolutely. it absolutely didn't. And so that was $1,500 down the drain 
Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I did that maybe three or four more times because I was out there seeking, you know, um, and so I did waste quite a bit of money searching for information until I just was like to hell with this, <laughs> you know, figure this out on your own. You know, you've learned enough information for you to take what you have and run with it. And that's exactly what I did. And here I am, you know, 10 years later, a multi-millionaire off a of dropship. And I didn't get my wealth off of real estate. I didn't get where I'm at, you know, from teaching. I got where I'm at right now because I took the time to learn what I needed to learn and I perfected the skill set. And I'm now a multi-million dollar earner in this space. Hey, man. I like that. I actually love to hear that. Congrats mm -hmm. to you. 10 years is a long ass time. Like you like the number 10. I mean, no, you know, I think it's just, you know, I don't I don't know if I if I don't know if I like the number 10 or if the number 10 like me. Hello. But <laughs> you know, nevertheless, you know, each 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 one of those, you know, those time frames represent pivotal times for me. You know, and you know, I can look at where I was 10 years ago and I'm not where I'm at now. And even, you know, prior to then, you know, if I would have stayed teaching, I would never even be where I'm at right now. True, true. Uh, let me ask you this. You know, you say you, you ran through like five or four mentors. You know, mm -hmm. what, what made you want to keep going after one and two never gave you the quality of information you're looking for? You got to keep it real. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Most you know, I mean, most people here, they'd have throw 1500 away. They was done with it. <laughs> they're like, I'm good on this. this and you know, work. some people will, yeah, you know, but, I was, but see one thing about me, I, I'm hungry. And if anybody know me, you know, when it comes down to making money, I'll spend money. I will invest in myself, you know, because I believe in myself and I'm confident in my ability. And so even though the first mentor didn't give me what I was looking for, you know, I didn't want to take that and say, OK, well, you know what? No mentor is going to give me what I'm looking for. You know, let me try again. Now, I'm not going to lie. You know, by the time I got to the fourth, maybe fifth mentor, I probably should have tapped out. But again, you know, with these markets, things change. Um, there was a time where I had to slow down with my education because of a health scare that I had. And so, you know, there was some pivoting that I had to do. But nevertheless, I just was determined to get access to the information that I needed to get access to. And at the time, I felt like, you know, me connecting with different mentors in different spaces in this arena would help me get there. And the truth of the matter, O'Neill, is, is that even though when I look back, look back at it, even though I feel like at that moment in time, it didn't really give me what I was looking for. When I think about everything that I got across all of them, right, again, it, it, it did give me a good enough blueprint for me to build thereon. And so it wasn't all a loss. I want to know something real quick. Um, I know that you mentioned you went through all of these mentors. You didn't get exactly what you wanted. But what made you just not say, I'm just going to throw the whole business away. Maybe the whole business isn't for me. Because a lot of times people just be like, hell, like I'm just maybe the business isn't for me. And you stood you, you stayed in and continued on. Can you speak to that mindset? 
Um, you know what? Because for me, and again, I'm gonna speak for me. You know, I'm I'm of a different caliber. I'm just reporting news. You know, my mindset and the way I operate and the way I think is a a, a whole lot different from what I feel like most is. And you know, for me, it was I I was confident in me. It, it it ain't have nothing to do with, in my personal opinion, my mentors, right? Um, I knew that if I got access to the information, that I was going to make it do what it do, right? And so I felt like me giving up on seeking the information or even seeking to work with someone who can help me gather the information, I felt like I would have been giving up on myself, right? Mm. And so that's why I kept pushing the way I kept pushing because ain't no giving up over here. And whether, you know, if I got to go through whatever mentors or, you know, whatever educational platforms, you know, whatever learning curves that I got to go to, I'm going to get the information that I need to get. And that's kind of how I was thinking. Wow. So, so your belief in the business never shifted and your belief in yourself never shifted. So you just was like, yo, I'm, 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 I'm all in on this. I'm it all in, that. right? Because I, I, I was solely, I was a hundred percent sold on the business model. Um, you know, I, I knew just based off of my level of intellect that it wasn't the business model; it was the people that were doing the business, and it means something that makes a difference. Mm. Wow, you know, it, it's so dope that you mentioned uh, what you just mentioned because. A lot of times, and it's just just business in general, a lot of times, right, it's a reason why they say that businesses, a lot of businesses fail in their early years. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is because, you know, we, we are at a space where we're kind of figuring stuff out, still trying to figure out what works for us, what is our niche. Um, and then we also have, uh, we're dealing with some insecurities. We don't take the proper risk because we are fearful about, uh, potentially dropping the ball or, or missing something or, or, or whatever it may be, all of our reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, can you speak to some of the reasons that you feel were in your way in that early phase of business? But once you realize, okay, I, I think I didn't figure this out. Wh- what, what were some of those, those, those things that were blocking you, you feel looking back at that time before you started becoming uh, successful in the space? You know, I, I, hands down, it was me trying to cut corners, mm. right? Um, mm. Me, me trying to find okay. the oh. fastest way and the easiest way out, you know, and, you know, you, you can ask anybody that I'm connected to, anybody in my community, anybody that I mentor, there is a method behind the madness, <laughs> Mm. And you cannot cut corners when you're trying to get to some to a certain place. And I tell people that when you are when you have a blueprint, right, that blueprint is designed for you to get a certain structure at the end once it's finished. And if you don't follow that blueprint, you're not going to get that end result. And a lot of times we like to take some things out and move things around and skip over some things and, and disregard things and ignore some things. And then we wonder why the sauce isn't tasting how it's supposed to taste because we ate, we messed up the recipe. Mm. Wow, you ain't lying about that. Ooh, Lord, <laughs> why people don't why people don't follow the blueprint that's given? 
that they don't they don't hey my good oh wait a minute y'all i'm just seeing some of the comments i ain't even spoke to my good clean sisters and brothers hey y'all <laughs> i don't know who all there but i just wanted to speak but i i don't listen o'neill my good king i cannot tell you why because what that's what i what i can tell you is is that that's why we're not getting the success that we supposed to get Ooh. <laughs> I, I Ooh. tell people all the time how are you supposed to get certain metrics how are you supposed to hit certain goals when you ain't keeping track of certain things you're not looking at certain analytics you're not writing out the vision you ain't making it plain you ain't doing none of the necessities <laughs> that you need to do in order to secure longevity success so all the people that y'all see <laughs> that was in drop shipping and are no longer here or with amazon was in amazon are no longer here you want to know why because they didn't follow the blueprint or the blueprint was messed up from the beginning. Mm. Mm. I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts about this when it comes to, uh, we talking about success rate. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, drop shipping success rate is way higher than real estate. Real estate like three to 5%. So they say, only 10 to 20 percent of drop shipping businesses succeed and what you talked about that that's pretty high just reporting the news so you believe this number could be higher if people follow the actual blueprint blueprint and stop trying to cut corners but that that's no, pretty okay. high number though i ain't gonna lie okay thank you because let's just start there okay let's let's just pause it right there that's what you just said that's a pretty good number right there alone without us doing no changing, <laughs> right? So right. just like you said, I know for a fact that that number would increase, okay? If people followed the blueprint, right? Because again, there is a method behind this madness. And in order for you to see a certain level of success rate, there is also a blueprint that you have to follow. And if you're not following, if you're just going out there aimlessly, a lot of people think that it begins and ends with me getting a website built and throwing up a website and it's just going to sell and make money on its own. Like it's just going to go out there and do its magic thing. You know, to any business, there's work that you have to put into it. There is things that you have to have outlined. There's a foundation that you have to lay. So that way you can build there on. And a lot of people don't like to lay the foundation. They like to build on seeking sand, mm, which is why mm. we see failing businesses. What are some of those corners that you see being cut consistently that is keeping people from, from being successful? M marketing. Marketing is definitely one of the corners that is being cut. Um, and then to, you know, a lot of people don't want to invest in themselves, you know, um, you have to build a quality brand right it's not just about all the, the just the products you sell the products you sell is a pivotal point because of course that makes or break your business but there is levels to this and at the end of the day in order for you to to be successful from a holistic perspective you have to hit all of those different points and so to me i feel like a lot of people feel like okay well you know what um I'm not going to spend no money to go have nobody build a website for me. I'm going to go and I'm going to try to get it, do it myself. And then mm. the website isn't functioning correctly. 
you know, or the branding isn't there. So, you know, the aesthetics of the website is off, you know, and people are emotional shoppers, right? And so, you know, me, I'm just for myself, if I come to your website, right, and I don't see everything, everything is aligned, you know, I got boxes everywhere, it's hard for me to find the products, it's not a smooth shopping experience, I'm leaving the website. I'm not, I'm not even interested no more. I can't even That's get to fact. purchasing the product. <laughs> right. And so there's levels to it. You know, when you go and you look at a brand, you know, I know I judge the quality of a brand based off of the services and the products that it, it presents. <laughs> and if it looks like it's poor quality, I'm going to assume the product is poor quality. I'm going to assume the customer service is poor quality. Mm. You know, it's the website. I, I just just off the website alone. Wow. Wow. And I believe that, that because I've been that shopper. I've been that shopper. You, you are that <laughs> Listen, shopper. Matter of fact, no, 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 no. This is real talk. So I, I was looking to pick up uh <laughs> I'm gonna put my business out there. But I was looking to pick up another um another firearm, right? And um and it was a good price, it was available, but I was looking at the site. And like for whatever reason, because the site just didn't, it just it, it just didn't look that look clean. Wrong. I was yeah. like, "Yo, I can't see myself sending you this amount of money." It, 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 you see what I'm talking about? What because if yeah, yeah, because it gives scam vibes. See, so so my mind, my mind think if your website ain't on point, I'm finna send my money to you, and I ain't gonna never get nothing. I ain't gonna never get a response back. That's my mindset. Right. Or, and I, no, or guess what? Or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pay for this product and I ain't gonna never get it. I ain't gonna never or, get the product. That, or, yeah. or it's going to take Absolutely. forever to get here. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, like it's just, so, or the, or it's going to come like it's the quality from, you know, China or Alibaba, you know, like I'm going to be questioning from so many different standpoints and from a customer standpoint, that's going to deter me from making that sale, from making that mm. purchase. So, wow. so the first thing is you got to invest in your business. So absolutely, you got to invest in your business, and that was that's with any business, right? And I noticed, like when when teaching people, they expect it just to come, or they again, like you said, they want to go the cheapest way route, cheapest way out. And in business, typically, the cheapest option is typically the, the worst option. Not just in real. business, uh, just because just, just like Walmart, the great value version. You know, we're going to get different when we go over to Target. It's levels to yeah. it. I ain't going to lie. I had a few great values in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the great value was not hitting different when, you know, when, nah. versus when you take your talents over to public. Mm -mm. When you when you get the great value, you just got to envision that you're getting the high quality. Product. Yes. You got to use you gotta, your imagination yeah, to get you across yeah. the other That's side it. of the fence. You're like, ooh-wee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to use your imagination. They have some crazy, crazy names. You got to imagine. They be having the old. You think it's some fruit, from some Fruit Loop? You just gotta imagine your mind is Fruit Loop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got the fruity old. <laughs> that but, is for the people that's interested in getting the drop shipping, drop queen, what did you think is a for all the little plugins and everything they need? What do you think is a good price somebody should be expecting to pay for a quality website? With all the buttons, the triggers, the whatever you need to have a quality dropshipping store. 
Um, let me just say this, um, to have a, a, a good quality website, you know, that's going to have, you know, all of the features, you know, like you said, all of the buttons, everything the, exactly the way you need it from start to finish. So you can be fully launch ready. You know, you need to be prepared if you are going to have somebody do it for you to spend a minimum of $500 and it can go up from there. Okay. Because again, contingent on, you know, building out a website that's levels to it. You know, I know me and my team, you know, we build websites based off of the number of pages, right? That is going to be required for the website. You know, some people do it based off of the number of products that you want to sell, you know, that they're going to have to upload. You know, there's levels to it. Um, and then, of course, contingent on who you're going to, to have the website built, is levels to it as well, right? And I'm going to give you a prime example. I had a flood of people come into my community, right, because they were on Facebook in a popular Facebook group that a lot of e-commerce business owners float through. And there was an individual in there who were building pre-made websites, pre-made Shopify websites for $25. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Mm -hmm. What kind of website do you think you're going to get for $25? A copy and paste website? Copy and paste. Yeah, yeah. Copy and paste. Uh, everything is not going to be set up. You know, I'm talking about from the yeah. back end because it's levels to it. You know, like you gonna probably, mm -hmm. I like a twenty five dollars, like a landing page. That's all yeah. you really get. Give real. Right, you're not gonna like get you much. Know. You know, you're not gonna get much. And so, you know, at the end of the day, you get what you pay for, and that's not always the case because sometimes you can pay a lot of money and you still don't get the quality. But all again, it's levels to it. And at the end of the day, in drop shipping, if you're going to, like I said, look to get a quality, a top quality website with at least three or four pages you need to that's that's the minimum of where you're going to be starting at mm. about a 500 get you yeah, get your quality website yeah give or take you know and you know like i said contingent on where you go you could get it cheaper than that you know i know you can get it done cheaper than that with me you know but that's just because i'm gonna show you love you know but you know again it, it is levels to it and it does depend on you know who you go to Hmm. Gotcha. Hey, Byron, did you know dropship is a half of, it's going to be a half a trillion dollar business coming soon? Bro. I believe oh, it. Oh, what you said? What you had? How half, much? Half, half a trillion. Oh, okay. Well, you was just reporting the news. Bro. You just reported the news. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you're doing. <laughs> hey, I, for the people that listen, that, that's not regular because not a lot of industries is in this, in this ballpark. Hell Wait, no. hold on, and let's let's clear this out. This, we're in 2024. That's going to happen by 2027. Mm. That's just a couple of years. We just a few years away. Tell me this. Though. Tell me this. Though. I know that um, you know, right now Amazon has you know to a certain degree paved the way for individual sellers to kind of sell. Do you do you anticipate a, a time where Amazon would just say, you know what? Why do I need? individual sellers when i could just sell this stuff myself like why 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 does amazon feel they need you specifically um, i don't think that it's going to come a time for that if anything is going to increase because drop shippers we are a benefit to places like amazon or even other wholesale companies 
right? Because we are able to come in and tap into an audience that they may not normally tap into just because of what they're selling and who they're targeting, mm. right? Um, and so us being able to come in and resell products for another company, that just allows them, that's not hurting them. That's Us reselling their products is not hurting them because they're getting their money. We're upselling it and we're adding on. So it's not like we're taking away. If anything, we're helping them sell their products. And we're putting it in most times in front of audiences that they're not specifically targeting. So it's a win-win for the for places like Amazon or a Alibaba or a AliExpress or you know some of these other wholesale companies that adopt the drop shipping model. That's why they do it because it's a benefit. Mm. And you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because I can see a space because I've noticed that some products, right, are only recognized through, uh, you know, either some type of influencer. Like, matter of fact, the shirt that I'm wearing right now is from Built, right? I, I got this shirt based on. I love Built. Yeah, I love some Built. I love texture shirts. Um, that, that Those are my favorite T-shirts. But a lot of that stuff I got from other influencers, right? But I wouldn't even known about that particular brand or product hadn't it been for some type of, I'm guessing some type of either influencer or drop shipper or, or something of the sort. Um, and so I do see it being a gateway for a lot of new products to hit the market that are of high quality, right? Because I do believe that this shirt is extremely high. Matter of fact, it's probably more quality than a lot of the shirts that I would even, you know, you, you could spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on. Um, and so and you do can you drop ship that exact shirt mm. to thousands of people across the world with your own brand or whatever design you want to put onto it. Right. And so just like you said, when you're thinking about these influencers, right, a lot of people don't even know where these people are getting their products from. Right. And when you get into this arena and you jump into this, this world of online business, it opens up things from a whole nother perspective because me as a drop shipper, I'm automatically a supplier and a wholesaler by default mm. because I get access to wholesale pricing from all of the suppliers that I'm connected to. And it's levels oh. to that. An, an average person is not going to know where to go to get access to all of these different types of products at that price and so these supplier these influencers that they're they're guess what they're doing they're paying people okay to do research to go find suppliers to get them access to the hoodies that you guys see them promoting or the the t-shirts that you see them selling with their logos or their brand on it right and they're securing contracts or they're building relationships with those suppliers in order for them to get access to those products, which is allowing them to sell those products at a larger scale. Wow. So what's like examples of, um, you be talking about like the the distributors and all that. So every product has a distributor basically. Well, either a distributor or a manufacturer, yes, or a supplier, yes. So as a drop shipper, you get in contact with them. 
Yeah, right? we, we we deal directly with the, the wholesale supplier. Mm. No, no I, I listened to a few dropshipping videos back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, what is that called? Is that called something different besides the people that, like, let's just say they have a website and they're selling, like, waffle makers. Mm-hmm. And they're getting a the waffle maker. So, like, as soon as somebody order from their website, they're going to order from, like, eBay or Amazon. What is the difference between those two? Are they the same thing? They have separate names? Can you break that No, down? it's not. It's, there is no difference. Um, but, they, but they're just doing a manual process, right? So with dropship suppliers, okay, or suppliers, period, okay, you have some who, when you connect to that supplier, they will automatically, because of the integration process, they automatically get that order, right? And so it's, there is no need for me to go to their website and make that purchase, right? But for suppliers right. who don't have that automation, that integration process, then that's when you run into what you're speaking about. Because I, th- mm. at that point, I'm not integrated into that supplier. And so there's no way for them to get that order. I have to go right. in myself and go to that website and purchase, make that purchase on the behalf of my customer in my customer's name, using my customer's information, using that pay- that form of payment. And then from there, the supplier will ship it to them. So that's what they're doing. I'm not going to lie. Like, I used to watch a lot of videos about that. And most people would do that. Like, people was building big businesses doing that. And that sounds like a whole headache. Like people got to order something from my website, then I got to go back on another website and order it. And for me, I was like, what about if I get 10 orders on my website and I try to go buy 10 blenders on Amazon or eBay and they run out of blenders? Okay, well, you know what? Well, I well, look crazy. Yeah, you would look crazy. You want to know why? Because that's going to tell me that you didn't, you wasn't doing your research because why are you connecting with a supplier that only selling, that only got 10 blenders to sell? Ooh. But but do you think that's why people find a, a big issue in dropshipping is because they're doing it that way instead of the, your way? I, I think that's not like a huge issue to me. I can't lie to you. I mean, it, it. I mean, I think it's levels to it. Right. You know, I think that's a huge issue for somebody who doesn't have the time or doesn't necessarily know what they're doing. Right. But, you know, there are some people who are like working, like I have people who are on disability, you know, are not working, you know, or not in the workforce. And, you know, they have time to sit there and process their orders themselves because they don't have to pay somebody else to do it. Right. Um, Or most suppliers who have that automation or that integration, you have to pay to get access to some of those suppliers. And some of those suppliers charge you on a monthly and sometimes annual basis. Right. And what so type of money are you talking about? Um, it, it very not not much at all. Um, as little as maybe $25, no more than maybe up to upwards of a hundred a month, you know, contingent on the supplier, with a lot of them not even having a fee at all. And so it depends. Not bad. It, but it so it depends. But you know, I tell people right when I connect with a supplier that offers that integration, you know, to me that that I'm I, I feel like I'm paying an employee twenty five dollars a month to handle my supply chain, 
to handle all of my orders, to process my orders. That's how I look at that. That's a win for me because I don't have to do it. I like it. I like it. Well, I wonder, I wonder why people teach you how to do it that way because, like I said, it, it seems harder to do that. That way. I like, don't how think do you that people teach it, it how to do it that way. I don't know if it's pe that people that teach it how to do it that way, or because again, remember we were talking about cutting corners. That's one yeah. of the ways to do it because they don't want to have to spend the money that it's going to take to set up your your business to be fully automated, and so because they don't want to do that, right? They're willing to do some of that elbow work in the beginning until they generate the money that they can do, they can, they need to build it up in that manner. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Cause they, they used to be like, man, I got five VAs. That's all they do all day is go from mm -hmm. websites to websites to websites. Okay. But wait a minute. If they got five VAs, what you, what you complaining about? They, you still ain't doing it. So let them do it. I, no, listen. no, I'm just saying that's like, that's, that's, I rather your way. I'm just saying like, they got a lot of information out there that just, makes you make the shit harder than it need to be it's, it it really isn't you know people make it harder than in what it needs to be because people don't want to do what is what is necessary so that way it doesn't have to be that hard people make it hard and it seemed like your way is making way more profit than going through ebay or amazon because if i have a website and i got Got to order if somebody order from me, then I got to go order from Amazon and eBay. That's a lot of money in between. Now, if I straight connected with the distributors, I should be making more profit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, like I said, when you contingent on you know who you're connecting with or the supplier you're working with, if you're using or going through Amazon, um, it's it's the same way. The the thing is the kicker with places like Amazon and eBay. Hey is that they, uh, it's almost like you're working for them because you right. are built on their platform, they right? All you do. If Amazon was to do like they did last time and say, I'm shutting all y'all stores down and ain't none of y'all selling on my platform, you're fucked. <laughs> why, would Amazon, why would Amazon shut all the stores down? Um, why did they do that? It, it's, 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 it, it's, it, was a, it was a few reasons. Um, we love to hear them. Yeah, one was because there was a lot of fraud going on. Um, people were setting up stores and selling products. People weren't getting their products. You know, mm. people were getting money taken from them, um, which is another reason why Amazon was shutting down stores and holding people's money. Because, mm. again, they're coming mm. back and they're processing returns and refunds through Amazon. Mm. So Amazon, like, Amazon yo. taking the blow. <laughs> yeah, right. My God, and Amazon said y'all get somebody else to do it. I'm shutting all. I'm shutting the whole operation down. Wow. <laughs> now, when did that take place? When they started shutting it down? That was a. Uh, was that last year? Like, I, no, I don't think it was last year. It was a couple of years ago. I think that. I think at this point it was a couple of years ago. It wasn't last year. But um, uh, and if it was, I remember that was a whole problem. Because hmm? I remember that was a whole problem. That was a big issue. Yeah, it was a big issue, you know, because people, you know, woke up the next morning with their store shut down. There was no warning. It's not like they got an email from from Amazon. People just woke up not knowing what was going on. 
And when you are technically, quote unquote, working for someone else, that's what happens. That's what could that's what could take place. And you can't do anything about it. Wow. You know, it's funny. Amazon is dead because Amazon played in a lot of people's faces that were selling on their platforms. And even though there were a sector of people on Amazon that wasn't doing business good. There were some people on there that were, and even those people got fucked. Mm-hmm. Why did they get? Why did they get lumped into that? Because uh, you, you know why? Now this, uh, well, I can't confirm and one hundred percent deny this, but I can give you what I uh, what I believe. Right? I believe that is a failure on Amazon's end from an analytical standpoint. Right. From a tracking standpoint, because as big as Amazon is, they're supposed to be able to have some type of analytic or some type of system or some type of filtration, some type of IP. They're supposed to be able to go and track who is doing what and how it's being done. Right. So that way, those who are being impacted can be impacted and those who are not should not. But that's Amazon's end. Amazon didn't have that in place, so they just they just shut everything down. Shut everything down. Look, just, just stop the prayer. So just did you get press. any stores shut, shut, down, shut down? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I don't, you know, my people will tell you, I don't fool with Amazon. I don't fool with Amazon. I don't fool with eBay. I don't fool with Alibaba. I don't fool with AliExpress. I'm not fooling with any of them, right? Why not? Um, oh, so you don't have stores with them at all? Yeah, no, not at all. Mm-mm. Mm. What's the reason why you don't? I, we just went over it. Because I'm not getting ready. They're not getting ready to play with me, honey. I, I'm going to go try me and me and Jeff going to have to sit down about my store. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, listen, I'm, they can go find somebody else to do it. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Total that's re- why I'm an advocate for having your own website, you know, and then you have more leverage, you know, mm. you know, you have more data control, you know, you're able to, you know, track and keep up with your clients and retain them more. You know, there's I just think that you have a lot more leverage when you're building on your own store with your own website. Hmm. Do you think it's harder to convert traffic to your own website than rather than Um, being on Amazon? No, but see, the reason see the people, the reason why Amazon was a shiny object to people is because of what you just said. Everybody knows that everybody goes to Amazon and shop because you can get your products in two days. You know, um, you can go to Amazon and literally get some of anything that you can think of. Right. And so a lot of people saw that and was like, oh, shoot, I'm going to go to Amazon. Right. But again, it's levels to it. And they a lot of people did that because Amazon has a built in audience and with your own website. You don't have a built-in audience. That's true, right? But that is why you have to, there are certain things that you have to do to attract, capture, nurture, and convert that audience, right? Which is a lot to do with targeting. And so when you have your own website, you have to do market research. You have to determine who your audience is. You have to find out who your customer avatar is then you have to find where those people are and go there to target those people, right? Um, The truth of the matter is, is that you can be on Amazon, right? And there's a lot of people that sold on Amazon and that are still selling on Amazon right now today 
but they're not getting any traction because people don't know who you are, even on Amazon. They're not going to be able to, if, if I go right now on Amazon and I type in um, earbuds, right? Unless I've done search engine optimization, <laughs> you know, unless I've done some ranking, I'm not going to appear in top searches. And so mm-hmm. you're going to have to, and no matter what you do, there's a marketing aspect to it to get yourself out there. And that's even with Amazon. That's what at eBay, that's with your own website. That's with any, with any business, people got to know who you are. And so um, people thought they were going to be able to bypass that with Amazon because Amazon has a quote unquote built in audience, but is that audience your audience? That is what makes mm. the difference. It, it, Amazon's audience, it ain't yours individually. Hello, Amazon built their audience. They ain't built your audience. So, so really, when you have an Amazon store, you helping their audience grow. You're not even helping your own audience grow. Is that correct? Wait a minute. Hold on. Not only you are you helping build their audience and driving more people to Amazon's platform and adding on to their bottom line and helping them build their wealth. You're helping them establish their brand. Mm. Damn. And nobody knows who it's coming from. Damn, that sounds like a whole bunch of L's, man. Big time. So real quick, I want to know, like, so you're saying you use your own websites. So how do you establish a certain level of trust for your websites? And if you don't mind, can you share one of those websites that people can go and buy or patronize your business? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I absolutely can. Um, Well, one, when it comes down to your own website, okay, um, again, you, there, there's levels to it. And just like it is with any business, you have to market yourself. Okay. Like at the end of the day, if you are not putting yourself out there, how are we going to know who you are? How are we going to know what products you have to sell? You know, so that's going to require you to establish a digital footprint on social media, because that's where people go. Right. But when people go to social media to see who you are and what you do, guess what? You're validating yourself as a business owner. If I go and I take and I go and I try to locate um, or if I'm trying to search for a product, if I'm trying to if I go to your website and I don't and I go to your Instagram and there's nothing there. That is not helping as a customer. That's not going to establish trust or build trust with them. You're going to look like a newbie. That is going to uh, cause alarm because, again, they're going to be worried about whether your customer service is on point, whether your po- your quality of your products is on point. And so it's important for you to establish your digital footprint. I tell everybody, go and secure all of your social media accounts. You know, as soon as you do, I'm talking about, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, register with Google, go register with Yelp, go register with Bing. You have to establish yourself. That is how you build trust. Because when I can go find you, that validates you for me. If I can't go find you, I don't know who the hell you are. And you could be a scam likely. Mm. You got a lot of them. A lot of them. And so um, I'm going to, what do you want me to send the, my link? Oh, wait, I think I see it here. You can Hold put on. it. 
put in that private chat. I think we yeah, don't the only ones that can share it. It may not. If you post in the chat, it may block. Okay. We get what it. Got? Yeah. So with that, you know, why you putting your uh? I, I want to check out the website, but why are you doing that? How does someone? Okay, we talk about a website should be about five hundred dollars. All right. Mm-hmm. So what's next? How do I pick an actual profitable pro, profitable product that people would actually like to buy? Because I know it it shouldn't go off of. I'm guessing what we like, or it should. And buy from you instead of Amazon. Yeah. So how do you pick a product, a profitable product, and how do you mm-hmm. make the people buy from you and not Amazon? Um, well, one, right, you know, that that question just, every time I get that question, you know, I, this is going to be always and forever my answer, right? Um, a lot of people try to get into this game and they say, you know, I don't care what I sell, Right. I just want to sell the most trending, most profitable product. That's what I, if I had, you know, I would, should be a billionaire based off of that, that thought process right there. Right. And I've never, even when I got into it, I didn't go into it thinking that way. Right. Because what is trending for somebody else and what is profitable for someone else doesn't mean it's going to be trending or profitable for you. Ooh. There are things that that person did in order to make that a trending profitable product. And if you're not doing the same thing, you may not get the same results. Mm. And so I don't tell people to focus on the trending most profitable product because based off of how I set my stuff up, I'm going to make my product trending and profitable, right? Because I'm going to target the people that want it and need it. Mm. And so I tell people to sell the product that is either a going to solve someone's problem or is going to fulfill someone's need. Because if you are fulfilling a need or solving a problem, it doesn't matter what is going on in the world. You're going to sell your products because you're in need at all times. It's going to solve someone's problem. And when someone needs something and when it's solving someone's problem, we're going to spend for it. Because if you had a need or you had a problem, Byron, and you needed to get you needed it or it was going to solve your problem, you're going to spend the money that you're going to have to spend to get it to get that problem solved or to get that need filled. Right. Absolutely. My point. Exactly. And but and that don't have nothing to do with what's trending. Mm. Mm. So you buy need based products is what you say. Right, because I or products. Right. Products that's going to solve a problem because I want to be able to sell my products. 365 days a year, in season and out of season, throughout a pandemic, when the government is shut down, when it's when we can't go nowhere. I, I want my products to sell no matter what's going on. People need toilet paper and toothpaste. And guess what? Everything that that's not trending is not going to sell. Because when 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 the, when that pandemic hit, guess what was guess what's trending? Guess what's a trending product? What's that? Clothing. Clothing hmm. is one of the most trending pro- products to sell. But when COVID yeah, hit, you wait, but wait, but when COVID hit, with nobody going down. nowhere, we couldn't go out nowhere. We couldn't, we, so we wasn't going, we wasn't going out to no club. We weren't going out to eat. We weren't going out to, we weren't going out to mingle. So me purchasing your clothing was the last thing on my mind during COVID. I was trying to survive. 
Mm. Well, their numbers it, drop. It, Heavy. Dr- wait, drop, shut down, close down, and everything is still trying to bounce back because it's not an essential product. Mm. If you if you can name a few essential products, like name five, because you know some people may not know the essential products. Health is. and wellness. You're never going to go wrong. Anything in the health and wellness uh, niche, anything from supplements, fitness, because again, people are, it's trend, trending. People are now, because of the COVID, more up on their health. People are more concerned about being in shape and taking care of themselves. So anything in, the, in that niche is going to work. Fitness, anything in that niche is going to work. Anything in the medical supply field is going to work because they're going to always be in business. Now, again, um, it's levels to it because contingent on what who you're looking to target is going to determine what that need is. Does that make sense? Yep. And that's going to vary from, from, from audience to audience. And so in order for you to determine what good product to sell or what niche you need to go into one you got to determine who am i looking to target what i whenever i build a store i literally go out and i say okay i do research what what is the main thing that everybody is having problems with right now i'm going to ask my 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 following i'm doing polls asking them what they need what problems they're running into you know what are some of the things that they 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 need and they don't see on the market you kind of got to get into those things in order for you to be able to know exactly what your audience needs because it's about your audience we don't care about nobody else's audience we don't care about what nobody else is doing right I'm, we're only concerned about the people that i'm going to be selling my products to Right. And so I got to make sure I know what they need. And so you can literally find out what niche you want to go into just by going to talk to your audience. You have to determine who you want to service. Right. If I'm going to. okay, do I want to service women? You know, do I want to service men? Right. Do I do I want to enter into the health and wellness niche, you know, and and have the avatar people who are who care about their health? who are concerned, you know, about, you know, looking good and and taking care of themselves. You have to determine who you want to serve because once you determine who you want to serve, at that point, you can determine what they need or what problems they have. And you can build a product or a store around that because there's, I can't think of a product that you can't drop ship or you can't get access to when it comes down to, uh, to, to reselling. Wow. Like that. This is amazing. Like Listen, that. I, I want to check out this site after. Oh, uh, I'm not trying to hold, hold your mules. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and put it in. But I, I want to go ahead and get a word in from my sponsor. Because here's the thing, y'all. Um, the Fed just announced news that they're not, I repeat, they're not dropping rates right now. I, I, actually, they're <laughs> on a pause as we speak. And, you know, for real estate investors, first time home buyers this can be problematic because rates at all time uh, high is. affordability for housing is at an all time low these are the facts and the reason why this sponsor is so dear to me is because 
oh, we didn't figure it out. We can actually buy properties cheaper and get the money cheaper to be able to get these particular properties. And so that's why this is so, so important to me. So if you haven't already, make sure you go to ICE, ICE10K.com. That's ICE10K.com and click on uh, that and get your savings and earnings report. But here's a word from our sponsor real quick. I want to go ahead and let this play and then I'm going to come back and I want to tell you why this is so important while we get this website set up from Joy on the other end. Listen to me, y'all. But one of his mentees took us through one of their programs and I paid off my mortgage. But guess what happened? My marriage went to a whole nother level. And you know why? Because my wife is a security freak. And even when I blew up, my wife would be like, oh, you blew up, but how long is you gonna keep making this kind of money? I was like, I don't know forever. <laughs> She's like, you sure? Because I'm gonna keep my license as a nurse, just in case you don't. So when I paid the house off, my boy was like, you ain't gotta do that, you can do this. But when I paid the house off using that program, it took the stress level all the way down from my wife because we no longer had a mortgage. Does that make sense? That thing that was coming every month that was getting on our nerves, we didn't have that no more. And so she was at rest. Ten K. What you think about that, old man? I don't care how much money you got. Nobody want no markets, man. No, man. <laughs> no, no. Nobody. <laughs> nobody want no extra bills, bro. No. Here's the thing, though. Oh, I know we get ready to do the first time home buyer coming up. So for anybody, listen to me. Listen to me. If you are in the market to buy a house, you know somebody in the market to buy a house, uh, you're looking to pick up that next uh, investment property, whatever the reason may be, you do not want to miss it because I promise you, you're going to hear some things and some strategies that are going to set you up for tremendous success. And we're talking about regular things. We ain't talking about you having to go and reinvent the wheel and learn how to shoot hoops, you know, through the leg, behind the back and through, you know what I mean? You ain't doing nothing extra fancy. Like we talking about the basic stuff, but a lot of things that we overlook a lot of times, oh, because we just don't have the knowledge. We just yes, don't have indeed. the knowledge, you know. So, another uh, thing with that, huh? heavy on, heavy on building wealth. Heavy on building us, wealth. Us and, as black people, we all the way in the back. You know what, what? What got me oh was when I saw the amount of interest, the amount of interest that we pay on these mortgages. It's insane. You got to understand, folks. A lot of y'all don't know this, but this is the truth. Uh, you know, you 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 get your house, you bought the you bought the house for let's say two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. By the time man, man, you reach that thirty year paying that that what's called you didn't bought that house two three times. <laughs> And with these interest rates, <laughs> you probably inching on, on 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 definitely three times over you didn't pay for this house, uh, and so you're thinking that you've built up a lot of equity into this particular property, you but in reality, you, you you didn't spent the, you didn't spend all of that equity over time. <laughs> you didn't spend that. And you if you think about it, it, we just like tenants to landlords because people be like, man, I don't want to pay for this. As a tenant, you paying for all that anyway. Absolutely. You 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 attended for the bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what that is. So, so yeah, and, and here's the thing. Somebody put in the chat, they say I have a 2.25% mortgage. Here's the thing, though. All right now. 
it sounds like a 2.25% mortgage, but when you look at that mortgage calculator, <laughs> trust me, that 2.25% mortgage rate is probably it's still expensive. It, it it's probably a I don't even know to know. I don't even want to be, but I've literally seen mortgages with, with those low rates be like 50% mortgages at the end of the day. If you look at the real numbers, I ain't talking about the numbers that the bank show you. So I just want to highlight that real quick. But listen, we got drop shipping queen in the building. Shout out to her. You know what I mean? But for, for pulling up and sharing with us this dope information. Yeah. So look at this website. It's a beautiful website, by the way. Hey, man. Um, some, we need some likes, man. We had 26. We need to run yeah, the likes up. Yeah, let's, let's get the likes. Up. We got 85 people and only... 20 some likes, man. That's 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 stingy energy. We want to rebuke that demon early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that demon to be rebuked because this, this I'm telling you, when you show love to folk, it's a reciprocal process. It comes back. This is a fact. This is a fact. Mm. So, okay. So we selling hair. Okay. So can you break this down uh real quick, Joy, for the people who may not understand what we are witnessing at this very moment? So that the what this is my hair boutique, okay? One of the top performing stores that I have. Um, beauty cosmetics is a huge industry in itself, and this has been my top. This has been my number one and top producing store since I've had it. Okay. Mm. Um, this is a fully automated drop shipping store. Okay. I sell raw virgin hair that lasts two years. You know, mm. you can do too much, pretty much anything that you want to do to it. And <laughs> the, uh, the profit margins are ridiculous. Let, okay? Let's hear. We're, we're here for it. Yeah. We're here news. for all of that. Okay. Yeah, we here for give it. Break yeah, it down. Absolutely. Break it down. Um, and so with this um, supplier, um, I can get a wig from them from anywhere between sixty to a hundred dollars, and I have resold these wigs for five, six, seven hundred. My God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa. You said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slow down. You said five, six hundred dollars. Yeah. And you picking week. them up at 50 per or 60. Week. Per. That's per. Per. Absolutely. If you know, they got you, hold on, wait a minute. If they got you a little excited, can you put a fire emoji in the chat real quick? Because I just want to make sure everybody understand. And I know this to be true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. seen, I've seen what, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. yeah, yeah. I've seen this one. If you know, Listen, if that got you a little bit excited, put a fire emoji in the chat. I just want to understand. So you saying you got that like you, button too? And hit that like button after that fire. Yeah, absolutely. Don't move with no stingy energy. So, so you saying fifty to sixty dollars? You picking them up? You selling them for five hundred to six hundred, three to three to six hundred dollars, give or take? Oh yeah, easily. And and on and because with this specific store. I deal with a lot of micro influencers. Mm. Um, and so, mm. you know, again, mm. because of the audience that I serve, right, I can sell my wigs for that price, right? You know, um, I, I'm I'm literally when I say influencers, I'm talking about your 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 Jada Chavises and your Ari Fletchers and things like th those people they spend 
a thousand dollar plus on a wig and then they go spend another thousand plus to get it done. Mm. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was some macro influences. I didn't know there's micro. But um what what's your suggestion when people are trying to work with influencers? Should they send product for free? Should they say, look, man, you get 50% off? How does that work? Because I know that's a whole nother business. Oh, yeah, that's that's a like whole... a whole nother, whole nother revenue stream. And that could bring a lot of eyeballs to your website when you're just getting started. So how does that part work? And do you do that? Uh, yeah, I, absolutely, I absolutely do it, especially with my hair. And the other website that I gave you guys is my vegan cosmetics um, line. But yes, um, it's not so much what you want to give the influencer; it's what the influencer wants, right? Um, so I have a very, I have a platform that I work with where I literally can go and I partner and I team up with influencers, micro and macro influencers, um, and they tell you it's almost like a zip recruiter, right? They literally tell you what they are looking for. Right. They the say type of partnership you know, they look for. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, you know, contingent on the influencer, they may be willing to do it in exchange for products. Um, some um influencers want revenue sharing, right? Um, based off of the products that they help you they help you sell. Um, so contingent on the influencer, their the wants of that influencer is going to be different. Right. And I, I tend to work with influencers that I know are going to be able to use my products. So that way, one, I can get that content. Right. Because not only are we not only are we taking and we are helping them with their content, it's helping us get our products in front of a whole nother audience that we're not specifically targeting. And so mm. I want to make sure that I am giving the influencer what they want and what they need. That's going to help them push their brand because that's going to get my brand out there. Does that make sense? Wow. That makes sense. So you now, really want to find out. That. Hmm? I got a question with that. Mm-hmm. Does it usually cost money up front? Or is it usually like in exchange, like you get your own link, you get 20% profit or how does that work? Especially if you're um, just getting started and you don't have that much money. Well, 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 the good thing is, is that um, most of the time there isn't contingent. Now this is levels. The bigger the influencer, there will, there you have the tendency to run into those who want money up front to secure them a retainer fee is what they call it, right? To retain them as that collaborator or as that partner. Um, But you will be surprised that a lot of them, because I have never worked with an influencer that required something up front. Um, I I literally, outside of, of course, me sending them the products. Of course, I got to send them whatever it is. I want them to promote whatever it is I want them to push. But regarding like revenue or payment, that is something that you could structure on the back end when it comes down to the contract and the agreement that you structure and contingent, like I said, on the influencer and how big the influencer is, will determine whether you have to have something up front or not. Is there like a, a place that you go to, to find these influencers? Is it like kind of like a marketplace where the influencers go or do you just find, oh, okay, this one right here looks like she can sell some, some good hair products and you just hit them in the DM. What, what, what is that 
I'll read um, Honestly, it's a combination um, of the two. Um, I have access just because I've been doing it for so long. Um, I know specific platforms where you can go on and you can partner not just with influencers, but journalists and media outlets as well to help push your products, right? And so there are actual website platforms where you can go create an account and you can partner or collaborate with these influencers. But there are some people who choose to go in a more direct approach, which is what you're speaking about, jumping in someone's DM, right? But you are a hit and miss when you do that sometimes because these influencers, a lot of them have social media managers and they're not always as, you know, on point when it comes down to responding and answering to direct messages. And then you got to keep in mind, these are influencers and people just like you. Are there other people that are in their DMs trying to get them to sell their products, trying to get them to promote their products? And so um, I personally don't suggest the DM because it's a hit and miss. Um, I like to find out exactly who their managers are, you know, if they have any um, PR, um, any public relations managers or anything of that sort. Um, and then if not, most of the time, these influencers have their contact information or booking information in their bios and you can reach out to them directly that way. But um, the, the DMs is hit and miss. And I prefer to go to the influencer platforms that I have access to because then I don't have to worry about it. I'm going directly to a place where I know they're waiting for me to come and look for them and find them. Wow. Love it, love it, love it. I want to know, how could someone business change from influencer market? Because, you know, in 2024, like, Listen, it can, change, it can change tremendously, okay? I'm telling you right now when it comes down to specifically my hair store, um, because I was living in Atlanta at the time when I launched that. This is my the hair boutique that I have is my longest running store. I was living in Atlanta when I, start, when I launched that store, and that is what catapulted me, working with people and collaborating because I got that cross-promotion. Right. And when you are working with influencers, it's literally you can go viral and sell out in an hours and literally you can wake up one morning and not have one sale and wake up and be sold out the next morning when you're working with an influencer, especially contingent on the type of influencer that you're working with. And so if you find an influencer that is an alignment with your niche. Right. And you have top quality products and you work out a good contract or a good collaboration, a good partnership with that influencer and you get them that products. It can be a, it, it can <laughs> it can literally change the trajectory of your entire financial being when it comes down to that store. Wow. Overnight. Real, real quick, real quick. because This is this is good stuff. Oh, this is good. I want to know. So you, you you mentioned uh influencers partnering, so to speak, with you. So are and shout out to Dr. Uh, Bows for a new member. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, shout out to our new Welcome members. To the fam. Welcome to the family. Absolutely, absolutely. So real, real quick. Um, you mentioned partnering and doing working out some kind of uh brokerage sort of deals with these influencers. So when they are paid on the back end, are they promoting your website as if this is your website or are they promoting it as it's it's their own website and you're you're kind of they're kind of white labeling 
your product? What is what is that relationship like? No, no, no. There is definitely no white labeling. The whole purpose of you partnering with an influencer Yo, is for brand. people to find out exactly who you are. Right. Gotcha. So you don't want to partner with an influencer that does not want to give you the acknowledgement for the products you're selling or highlight your brand. The mm. whole purpose of that is for the influencer to introduce your brand and your products to their audience. Right. Mm. And so um, that is what it looks like. And so with the influencers that I work with and most influencers that I know, you know, they're shouting, they're shouting you out while they're promoting your products. You know, they're tagging you, you know, they're telling their followers to go follow you and to go support you. They're sharing your website and telling them to go shop with you, you know, and they're not only are they doing that, they're also telling their other influencer friends and their other colleagues and industry people that they work with about you and the products you sell. So it's a win-win all the way around the board because that, that marketing travels just not within their own audience, but it also touches their circles and gets into their circles audiences. Where did you end up finding these managers at? Like, where did, like, how did you even get like, yo, like most people don't even know that a lot of these influencers even have managers. Like how did, Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? So the supplier, all right, that I work with and that I've been working with for years, that is the supplier for my hair company. Um, they're based in Atlanta. And when I first partnered with him, um, he was already connected in the hair industry heavy. And so I got a lot of my game from him because he was the first person who turned me on to the influencer platform where I was able to go and connect with these micro and macro influencers. And in the process of that, it literally tells you again, contact my manager for this. Sometimes even most, most influencers, again, contingent on the level of the influencer, have managers and they tell you in order for you to connect with me or if you want to contact with me, reach out to my manager and they'll tell you the manager's name. A lot of times the information is available in their booking on their booking sites or in their booking bios. Um, the information is readily available. So it's not something that's like secretly hidden. Um, I think what it is, is that a lot of people just don't think about influencer marketing so they don't go to look for it. A lot of people don't know what that is. You, you know, um, that. a lot yeah. of people not sure what that is. Like a lot of people don't know, like a lot of things that you see in the shade room, the shade room just don't. Hey, I'm going to just pose this. People are paying for that. Facts. That's called now, fluid wait, marketing. Wait. Thousands Facts. of dollars in order. Yeah, we're talking about six to ten thousand. It used to no, be like no, six thousand. This one though, oh, 90% of your couple's goals, y'all be running right here talking about couple's goals. Oh my God, like that looks so nice. He did that for yeah. her. Or she did that for him. That's listen, that's influence. That's all marketing. Yeah. marketing. They selling something they we just don't know yet. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And um, you know, there's people who budget that. You know, they say I'm gonna they, they literally make budgets, right? To partner with influencers to do the things that we're talking about doing because they know that that is what's going to get them out in front of an audience that they normally don't have access to. Because when you don't do that, you're subject to your own following and your own audience, which mm. is why a lot of people get stagnant because they're not paying for that influencer marketing or they're not doing those paid advertisements. 
and they're stuck with their products just being in front of the 2,000, the 1,000, the few thousand people that they follow, which may not be the target audience based off of the product that you're selling. So when you are getting with these influencers, right, you're partnering, like I said, with influencers who are aligned with your niche and their audience matches the audience that you serve. And so again, it's a win-win. And an influencer marketing is literally just what it says. It's in it's marketing by influencers, right? It's an influencer that markets your product on your behalf, helping you generate an income from another audience that you wouldn't be targeting yourself because you don't usually have access to that audience. Those people don't follow you. Those people don't know who you are. And without mm. that influencer, they won't know who you are. So it's levels to it. This is Bar so the powerful. Shout out, shout out to Ruby, man. Shout out to Ruby. Yeah, man. shout out yeah. to the super chats. You know what I mean? Coming through. We appreciate every last one of those that come through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to be yeah. honest, influence marketing, that worked, man. I used to use it like in 2000, probably 21, maybe a little bit in 22. I think 21, 22. Sure. If you post the right thing, that could change your pockets real quick. Yeah. But with, with yeah. that, you gotta you gotta study whatever page you finna post. You need to study to see what what goes viral on their page. Whatever post it is, you just gotta make something similar. Just follow the blueprint. That's all you gotta do. However, they post it same way. They post a carousel with people uh, a powerful message in the front. Somebody clown on the next one. Uh, 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 a quote on the third one. Do the same thing. That's how it works. Uh, listen, only a, a wise man once said, if you're going to be a copycat, make sure you copy in the right cat. <laughs> I'm just reporting the news, right. okay? Because why not go out there and do what's working, okay? Why we why why are we steady trying to fix something when there's already out there with there's already something out there that we can that we can that we could utilize and leverage for our for our benefit? All we have to do is tailor it to our brand. And, and 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 duplicate and rinse and repeat. Um, literally, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, you you're supposed to go look at your competitors and the people who service the audience that you want to service, and look at the things that they're doing that are successful, and repeat those things. Why not? You know, I was uh, when we when we opened up this segment today. I'll be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> I was not prepared uh for the information that because i was expecting right that we were going to hear about you know selling uh products like you know like you know toilet tissue on amazon or different things of that nature and i was thinking like so why would why would i go to dq to buy some toilet paper when i can you know i can just do that on amazon get it in a day right um and then then when i saw her product I'm like, wait a minute, you can't comfortably go get that from Amazon. So that's number one. You're not going to comfortably. I don't see anybody going and getting a product that niche and feeling comfortable spending their money to buy that specific product from Amazon. That's number one. Number two, she mentioned influencer marketing. Right. So now we're not dealing with. Uh, you know, hard sales or, or anything of that nature. We're dealing with somebody who is already utilizing that product and sharing their experience with said product 
right? And now the, you're you're building not only a, a a sales funnel, but you're building community. My God, if y'all ain't picking up the game <laughs> that, that just got put down, I don't know what. Listen, you 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 got a blockade up, you got a mental blockade up, and you missing the whole point. So is that was that intentional DQ? Was that or, or was that something you discovered over time with doing business? Um, it was a combination of the two. It's something that I discovered over time that became intentional. Mm. 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 So mm. you mean to tell me you was paying attention to your analytics? You was paying attention to to what what tracking success and failure in your business and doubling down is that is oh, that what we saying? Oh, you talk about them KPIs, those key performance indicators. Yeah, yeah, those. They absolutely. really work. Absolutely, because how can I do better? How can I improve my inform my performance if I'm not keeping track of those things? Mm. Mm. How how do so I know really that I'm getting matter. return on my investment if I'm not keeping track of those things? Shout out to D Page in the building for the for the yes, super indeed. chat. If y'all enjoyed today's conversation, man, get some super chats, man. Join the family, man. Subscribe, hit the like button. Dynasty yeah. family, y'all pulling up, man. Show a little love. You know, this is phenomenal information because what it tells me, right? Because a lot of folk not tracking KPIs. Keep it real. Keep it real. No. Are we go? We gonna lie on here, old? Or are we gonna tell the truth? Most a lot of folk ain't tracking KPIs. A lot of folk are not paying attention to their business. A lot of people, listen to me now. I just had this conversation in the accelerator last week or so. A lot of people aren't dialed in on specifically what they want, the market they want to service. Did DQ get up here and say that she gonna do uh uh she gonna do earrings, uh 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 nail clippings? And lawnmowers on her hair site? No, no, we saw hair on the hair site. This is this is this is important to pay attention to, folk. When you go to the when you go to the site, you see hair. Do you see anything other than hair on the website? Talk to him, Byron. <laughs> Please report the news, my good clean brother. Okay, because we got to make it make sense. Okay. Why am I coming to a hair site, right? And I'm buying a clothing, right? <laughs> or why am I coming to a clothing website, you know, and then I'm buying toys? Like, we got to make the brand make sense. Mm. It's got to be cohesive. So, so they're not having no flea market? It, <laughs> that's what it'd be given, swap shop. So tell me this. How did you get that level of clarity in business and how do you maintain that clarity when there's so many shiny things that's popping up, you know, you know, everybody got a new trend, everybody got a new this. And, and, and how do you keep consistently on what you do? You know what? Because one, I went with, once I found the blueprint, it's rinse and repeat for me. You know, I don't have to waver, you know, when you find something that works, why alter or why move away from it? All you have to do at that point is build their own, right? And so for me, you know, once I got to the point to where I found what worked, I perfected it. Mm. I became, I, I mastered it. Mm. Okay. I became, I, I became 
so zoned in and focused on be to literally mastering the art of drop shipping. Mm. I had to know the ins and the outs of it, okay? From the back end to the front end, because it's just not about my, my website, right? I'm talking about operations. I'm talking about systems. I'm talking about procedures, the whole nine. You know, so what it, did that it, look like? What did, what did mastering it look like? Once you found that, that success, you was like, whoa, wait a minute. I found something. What were some yeah, of the things you deeper. immediately start putting in place to make sure that you was, you know, you was zoned all the way in? Teams. You know, I had to build out a team. You know, um, I had to make sure that I had the right team in place to make sure all of my things were functioning the way that it needed to function. Um, I also had to invest in myself to make sure I had the right systems in place. So that way I had my automations in place because when you don't have the right systems in place, that's where you start to lack and you start to drop the ball and you start to fall behind on things. And that's, that also impacts your bottom line. That impacts the sales that you make, that impacts the customers that you, that you, that you attract. Right. And so once again, I found out those missing things, right? I did what I needed to do and spent the money that I needed to spend, invested what I needed to invest from a financial standpoint and time standpoint into those things to get them fully put together the way they should. So that way now here I am 10 years later, I'm not still dealing with things that I had to deal with in year five or year four or in year mm, three. Mm. Talk to him. Listen, D-Page, just shout out D-Page. Shout out D-Page. She just put in the chat right now. She says, find what works and perfect it. And I'm going to help somebody right now. I'm going to help somebody. Uh, for anybody that haven't been paying attention to what DQ been, been, been laying down so eloquently um, all morning. Listen, some of y'all, and, and, and I'm speaking to myself too. Some of us won't find out what works what D, what, what, what D was just saying in, in the comments, she said, y'all won't, y'all won't find out what works because number one, you're not going to be tracking it. Right. So that's mistake. Number one, you're not going to be tracking it. Then you're not going to find out what works because you're going to be all over the place. Let, let me tell you something. Fire the all over the place mindset. Fire that right now. If you, if you don't take nothing else from this conversation, the all over the place, I'm going to do a little bit of everything half ass. Fire that immediately. I'm talking to you and me. Okay. I'm talking to you and me. This is, I'm not just preaching. We, 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 we build a community right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to find out what works and you're never going to be in a position to perfect it because you're not going to be tracking to see why is it successful and why other things are unsuccessful. And, and let me just say this too. Okay, this is just about, I'm about to do a shameless, you know, plug. I don't know what you want to call it, right? Let's do it. And stop listening to people who ain't did the shit. Oh, oh, hold on. Okay. Oh, because it grinds my gears. Okay. Mine because, too. you know, one of my good, clean, kind of dirty, somewhat throwed off brothers got their Ooh. ass on here a couple of weeks ago. Telling y'all that drop shipping is dead and Ooh. that you don't need to get into it. Where we where we sitting here showing you statistics, how it's a up and coming and it's going to be a half a trillion dollar business in the next couple of years. Who, Stop who did listening that? to people who ain't did the work. <laughs> <laughs> 
how are y'all up here t- taking advice with somebody that ain't never had a fucking drop shipping store? Oh my god. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Mm. How are you taking advice with someone who has not reached that level of success themselves? Mm. And you gotta be mindful about people like that, okay? Because if they can come and tell you what not to do and they ain't done it them themselves, mm. that right there is telling you a story. Because mm. how can you how mm. can you preach about something that you ain't never even practiced? Wow. And That's so an anything in life. people get up here that be sounding eloquently, okay, that be sounding like they know what the hell they talking about, telling y'all to not do something that you should be doing. If you're going to listen to somebody, listen to the person who has made it do what it do in that field. Stop taking advice from people who have not who have not done what is needed to do to reach the level of success because what they are not able to do just because they weren't successful in it doesn't mean that you will be it's level mm. i just had to say that because you know people will get on here and, and be trying to tell you what to do and what not to do and they not doing it them damn selves oh mm. i'm just reporting news like i don't want no smoke with nobody now what you said that goes across everything in life because you know what i'm saying they be having Single people trying to give married people advice. Married Ooh. people giving single people advice. They got uh, people that drop ship trying to trying to tell real estate investors what to do. Like, come on, man. You know what? A lot of the problem with the drop shipping craze was it was a lot of real estate investors that got into the drop shipping. Oh, yeah. Should, oh, I, should yeah, I leave that alone? Yeah. Is that a hot topic? Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, we'll just wait. Well, we'll hold your mule. <laughs> Because you're talking to a drop shipper who's a real estate investor. Mm. Mm. And mm. I don't know, because see, again, it's levels to all of this, right? You know, yeah. I, you know, what's, what the next man eats does it will never make me shit, right? <laughs> and so we got to understand that it's levels to this. I am someone, okay, who did not acquire her wealth through real estate. But I, what I am is, is I'm someone who acquired wealth through drop shipping and now I am investing it into real estate. Smart play. <laughs> Hello? Smart play. Because Great again, play. real estate is where it's at. What are, what, are, what are we doing with all of this money when we get it? We got to put it in. We got to invest it. And we got to be able to acquire those assets. So that's the end goal. Everybody in my community, I tell everybody right off top, listen, we making all this money, but we making this money so we can get these assets. We got generations to feed. <laughs> and that's what we got to get to. Fact. And so, you know, again... I think what it was, was that, you know, again, when people get into a field, people don't take the time and do the proper due diligence, right? You just can't get into things thinking that it's just going to, you're going to throw it together and it's going to work. You got to learn it about what you're doing. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're not going to be successful. How the hell are you getting into a field or you are adapting a business model and you don't want to take the time to learn the business model and then you expect success. That does not make sense. Can somebody please make the math math because the addition is not adding up for me. So dropshipping real quick. So how long were you actually in dropshipping before you started really seeing profitable years? How many years were you in? A year and a half. Year and a half. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Most people because, not feel to wait that long. But, but wait a minute. I, but I, I, I didn't have to wait that long. That was a choice, mm-hmm. right? Because again, I, I wasn't getting ready to jump out there. 
I mm. wanted to perfect what I was doing. So when I got out there, I didn't have to come back and do nothing. I didn't have to come back and educate. Repeat. I didn't have to come back and fix anything. So I took my time to make sure I knew exactly what I was doing, which is why I wrote the book, Matt, the art of drop shipping, because it's an art behind it. You got to mm. master that art. You got to know what you're doing in order to become a seven plus figure earner in this business. You're not just going to do it by just throwing up a store. There is that there's a method behind the madness and it's levels to it. So you think mm. people give up too quick? I think people give up too. They quick. want success too fast and they give up fast. They give up too quick and then they don't do the work that's required for them to get the success that they want. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like but, that microwave stuff. You know, a lot of people like, you know, they first of all, people don't want to invest. They don't want to spend no money. Okay. You know, you they don't want to they they don't they they don't want to build a website themselves. They don't know how to build a website themselves. Then they don't want to pay you to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and then when they do, they don't want to take the time to learn how to operate the website, how to how to uh, how to access certain settings, you know, how to function how the website functions like people don't want to learn the process people want to take shortcuts and get go straight to success wow in a week in damn a week in 24 hours 24 they be want to wake up with the success <laughs> well i thought when i invested with you you was gonna get me where i needed to be <laughs> i didn't know how to do some work what yeah, yeah that work work and i'll tell you quick you know what i'm saying you 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 definitely going to have to do some work you know and 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 it's and, and unless you paying me to do it for you be prepared to come and do some work mm. right because if you're not paying someone to do it you have to learn how to do these things yourself until you can get in the position to pay somebody to do it for you right and that's what i was at i took that whole year and a half i was learning relearning messing up uh fixing it breaking it fixing it going back doing it over starting over spending this money going here doing that looking at this doing that that it, i had to go through all of those things to figure it out but once you get it figured out with this business right here it's not something that you it's it's once it, once you get it you got it this got is something it. that you like with a piece of real estate you don't have to go back and you know be fixing the pipes you know, or, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know what I'm saying? The roof, you know, you know, caving in, you know, after so many years, you know, like once you get this set up and if once you get it set up, right. That's all she wrote. You know, it's funny. Um, I like that. It's I funny that I was, huh? Go ahead, B. Nah, Go I was, I you know, it's me. funny that she mentioned that and I was actually pulling it up because I wanted to kind of share a quick, um, uh, quick receipt right and uh the reason why this one is so important to me is because you know it's actually an accelerator member matter of fact and um she had been an accelerator member for you know since since the like what since the beginning but what's what's dope about this particular uh dope about this particular story let me pull it up real quick here Hold on one second. What's dope about this is that you're talking to somebody who had learned a lot about real estate, 
learned a ton about real estate, but was never in position to really take action for whatever reason. And everybody has like their fears. They have, you know, the, the blocks in their mind, all of these different things that plague um, a lot of entrepreneurs, right? A lot of entrepreneurs are, are plagued by this. And um, for her, you know, it just kind of got to that point, but I'm, I'm going to share this real quick. I don't know if you guys can see it. Um, let me see. Can y'all see my screen? Let me see. No, not can... it. Okay, there we go. So, you know, she she pushed, she says, uh, my life. Get a call from a bandit son. 48 hours later, under contract. 30 minutes later, assignment sent out to a buyer who said he would deposit t- uh tomorrow morning, right? And it says small assignment fee going to double close to so I'll pocket about $6,900, but for four hours of total of my time, not that bad. Can't believe what y'all was telling me was real. Um, What's dope about this, O, is that four hours of work turned into $6,900, right? And that is one of those things that a lot of people will look at and be like, well, damn, you know, um, how did, how did, how did you, you know, make something like that happen? Or is that a real thing? But the thing about it is these opportunities, a lot of times are around us all the time. They're around us all the time, but because we are not mentally in the space to where we're ready to take on that challenge or mentally in that space to where we believe that it's possible for us, we just pass them up. We pass up these kind of opportunities all the time. And I wanted to just kind of share that to anybody who is in a space where you're learning, where you are taking a massive bet on self, right? And you are in a space of self-doubt. You're in a space of not, you know, understanding if this is for you, whatever business this may be uh, for you. I just want to just encourage you to know that everybody starts out with those same kind of doubts. You're talking, this person that we just got through witnessing was in learning about the business for years before she was able to really just jump off the porch and fly on her own, right? And so yeah. I, I, I just wanted to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts on that, uh, uh, O and, and DQ? I'll say this, man. Success is for everybody. Everybody deserves success, but everybody's timing is different. Just because she made four hours, she made 6,904 hours, it doesn't say how long she's been actually studying real estate. She could have been studying real estate for years. Just because she made 6,904 hours don't mean you will make 6,904 hours. It only made 2,000. It may take you 40 hours. So you can't look at somebody else's success and expect the same results because you don't know the background of their results. You don't know how many books you read. You don't know how many seminars you paid for. You don't know how many masterminds you went through. You only been in two weeks and you're expecting to work four hours and get 6,900. That's all you're paying attention to. Put in the work be consistent and stay on the path of the, the success that you want for yourself. It could be forever, but if you keep on working, you'll get the results that you want. But the thing about it is people are always looking at other people and expect to get the same results that they have. That's why most people fail. They be like, man, I've been doing this for 10 months. I ain't make a dollar yet. Your dollar may be on month 12. 
could be six hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, could be three thousand. You don't know. But we just chase success so bad and want it so quickly because we look at everybody else, we never get it. What's That's your thoughts? Why we got a lot of failure. Absolutely. What's your thoughts on that, DQ? I mean. I mean, I, I, I got to agree with the sentiment that, you know, O'Neill just stated, you know, I, I don't I never understood, you know, why people look at other people's success and envy that person's success when they don't know what they did to get there. Right. And so, you know, you can use it as, you know, inspiration. Right. But you have to understand that, you know, they did certain things and probably went through certain things in order to get the results that they got. Right. And so you have to look and determine based off of your own goals and what you want to accomplish. And then you have to write out the vision and make that plain and then work towards that. I think sometimes us looking at other people's success, it stagnates us from being successful. Because we're trying to reach their success and we don't know what they did or what they had to go through to get to it. So if you focus on you and focus on your focus, you'll, you'll be successful in your own right. But I think, like I said, a lot of people get caught up in what other people have and how other and what other people are may or may not be doing to get there instead of working on what you need to work on to get to where you want to go because it doesn't look the same. It's not even going to be the same. The paths are going to be different. The routes that you have to take is going to be different. The things that you're going to have to go through is going to be different. You don't even have access. You might not even have access to the same resources, the same connections. Like there's just so many different things that you have to take into account when you're talking about success. And you cannot complain about the results that you do not get when you ain't put in the work or you don't put in the work. Mm. That's absolutely wow. fact. People want results and they didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> they just expect because I am who I am. I, I expect to succeed. Hey, man, it's real what life. You got to work. Where does that mentality come from? People think they deserve shit that they <laughs> just because they do. I, bl I blame the nine to five mentality. I think uh -oh. a lot of people, I think a lot of people, um, you know, when you're making that transition from nine to five to entrepreneurship a lot of us think showing up like d deserves a check I, i'm here because a lot of people show up to work and don't be really working don't be really working. getting paid on friday <laughs> they, they think they think if i showed up as a business owner <laughs> a check I should should paid be like a business but what they don't realize Ooh. is that as entrepreneurs we're paid for results not yeah. time. <laughs> Listen, yeah. we, we pay. We pay for results. You got to produce a result by solving somebody by this problem in order to produce income. But the beauty, the beauty in that is, that's that's it's a it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing and a curse. The beauty of that is, what makes it a blessing is that guess what? I have an infinite amount of results that I can solve. And it's an infinite amount of money I can make when I solve that problem, opposed to when I have time that is making my money. I only got a certain amount of time. I only get a certain amount of time. And when that time is up, it's a wrap. Yeah. 
So when you're trading time for money, opposed to solving problems for money, right? You got a cap on that time. But you don't have no time. You don't have no cap on the amount of problems you can solve for folk and make a ridiculous bag. And that's a fact. And that's a big fact. And we're not even going to talk about all the wear and the tear that it puts on your body and your mental when you're doing that. Right. You know, when you work in these nine to fives, you know, you're like a, a lot of people, like you said, are used to going into a job, you know, clocking in, doing the bare minimum facts, <laughs> and, and getting paid for it. Right. And then going home and coming back and doing it all over again. And that's another reason, too, why I think a lot of people, you know, are stuck in that mindset because that's the easier way out. Mm. You know, you got to be Thanks. built different to be an entrepreneur. Facts. <laughs> Excellence. Mm -hmm. You got to be built different. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you, you know, it, it hits different when you are entrepreneur, right? And you got to be willing to do some things, right? And you got to be willing to go places and, 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 and be uncomfortable to get comfortable. Mm. Work longer, no payment. Work, work hours, longer, no payment. They'll drop you like a bad habit, honey. Y'all see what happened during the pandemic? Y'all couldn't even go to the job. Y'all couldn't even go to work. Mm. Right. They tell no, you right. when you can eat, when you when you can take a break, if you can talk on your phone. They could get somebody else to do it. You know, I was never built. I, I'm surprised I I, be, I was an employee for as long as I was an employee because I just they can definitely get somebody else to do it. <laughs> Shout out to Matilda. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Shout out to the family, man. Shout out to the yes, family. Indeed. I got a question about this uh, DQ because I know, you know, trying to make sure we get some people started, give as much information as possible. What's your thoughts on these platforms right here? Uh, these e-commerce platforms. Let me see if it pulled up. Boom. What's your thoughts about them? They good? They bad? Shopify good? Squarespace, Wix? Principal, Where should somebody get started? Uh, low budget? High budget? Well, this specific one that you have right here, Printify is a print-on-demand company, right? So they're actually a wholesale supplier, right, where you can connect with them they do integrate with multiple different platforms so they can integrate with Wix, which is a website hosting platform. They can integrate with Shopify. They can integrate with BigCommerce, WordPress. You can integrate this supplier because that's what this is. This is a supplier, a print-on-demand supplier. You can integrate them with multiple different platforms. Um, you can also use this supplier for free, right? So you can you literally... I use them for free. You literally um, can just go create an account and start designing, you know, products that you want to sell um, without having to pay to get access to the platform. Right now, just like most platforms, they do have paid subscriptions where you get access, of course, to more features, you know, more services. But Printify is a print on demand supplier where if, for example, no stingy energy. If you guys wanted to brand your company, right, and have your own company shirts, um, do mugs, you know, do book bags and shoes and, you know, pillowcases. I mean, you can do some of everything on Printify. You can customize these products to your brand or use any design to customize the products and you can start selling those products for free. 
Nice. Now, what do you what do you think about these e-commerce platforms though, like Shopify, Squarespace, Wix? Oh my you goodness! Feel, well, you know, you feel some type of way about one one or the other. One easy to work with than the other. One is more budget friendly than the other. What's your thoughts? I mean, it's levels to this, okay? And a lot of it is going to determine, you know, how savvy you are, okay? Um, this is my personal, okay, opinion, all right? But it's also my professional one, all right? But with that being said, um, I do not subscribe to Shopify. Okay, if if my people are in the audience, they didn't heard me say it, and I'm gonna be preaching it until the end of time, right? That's my personal reasons because one out of all of the e-commerce platforms that I've worked with over the years, Shopify has the worst customer service. Mm. That right there mm. in itself is enough for me to pause building my platform or building my store on Shopify. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, back in October, okay, um, when I did my boot camp for the holidays, I had maybe two or three community members, mentees, who had their stores on Shopify. And there were issues that they were having with the functionality of the website. And with Shopify, in order for you to get priority support, you have to have one of their higher paying tiers. Most people don't have their highest paying tier based off of where you start at. And so you have to communicate through email and all of every single last one of those people had to shut their stores down because they couldn't get response back from support. They couldn't fix the issue. Someone else built the website for them, so they didn't know what to do. They was trying to access the knowledge base, but the articles were too hard for them to understand. And so Shopify, for that reason, with a couple of others, maybe with some of their prices, because when it comes down to hosting, they are a little bit more than some other platforms. Um, but I subscribe to Wix, okay, because you can do everything that you need to do, whether you offer services or sell products, you can do it on Wix. Shopify is more so for if you're going to sell a product, a physical product, even though you can build service-based websites on Shopify. And so it's levels to it. You know, you can get a Shopify account for, you know, about 30 something dollars a month. Same thing with Wix. Um, you know, WooCommerce and WordPress is a little bit more. Um, there's some platforms like BigCommerce and some places that you can start your platform on and you don't have to pay at all. Um, and so it's levels to it. And it all depends on how savvy you are and what your budget is. Like that. I'm not gonna lie. I never heard of the last three. WooCommerce, BigCommerce, press the shop. Well, a WooCommerce is, you know, um, a derivative off of WordPress, but BigCommerce is another um, hosting platform. Um, you can even build, you know, um, a store on Squarespace, you know. Now, again, somebody just said it in a I just seen Ruby put it in the chat. Um, yes, yeah, Square, yes, yeah, Squarespace is definitely um, another platform that you can build an e-commerce store on and sell products there. And so, um, honestly, I feel like depending on the products that you're selling, if you're offering services, 
what your budget is and how savvy you are will determine what platform you you should go with gotcha <laughs> okay i like that i got another question man you know when you got your website you need payment processors what do you think is a, some good payment processors because we don't want you know people holding our money like paypal be holding some money you know what i'm saying stripe be holding some money every once in a while it just depends on what, what you got going on so i know that could be a big thing a big issue you know what i'm saying when it comes to doing the business that you're talking about um so what payment processors do you think people should be using well it's that is all it's levels to that as well because contingent on the platform that you build on will actually determine what payment process and companies that you have access to right so for on wix you know there are a lot of those pro, uh, payment processes that are built in that you can just connect to right as long as you have your account um established you can literally just integrate it you know by logging in and it's automatically connected um, I know um, for Wix, um, a lot of people connect their own bank account, right? Um, so that way the money is direct deposited directly into their business bank account. But you do, you can connect Stripe with Wix. You can accept crypto as payment. You know, you do have your buy, buy now, pay later options with Afterpay, Affirm, Klarna, sezzle you know different places like that um but again contingent on the platform that you're hosting your website on will ultimately determine which payment processor is going to be the best for you to connect with because they they move differently on different platforms and no matter what you do you're gonna you're you're gonna run into them charging fees right because when you host your platform on wix they charge you processing fees for you know credit card payments you know whether you're doing ach payments you know there's little fees that are associated no matter what platform you're on um but you definitely want to make sure that you have as many options available as possible for your customers because when you're serving online, you know, you you have a global reach at that point and you want to be able to service everybody, you know, across the board. Now, I do want to say this because you did bring out a good point. You know, my good my people will tell you I do not play with PayPal. OK, because <laughs> PayPal will have you in a mean chokehold. I'm talking about a full note. Well, they have you pissed off for, for a long time, boy. Listen, it just look, oh, let, me, let me get that money. Let me get Listen, that money. I fought with PayPal, y'all, for almost a year to get access to $50,000 of mine shit. that they had. Brian was like that. On a lot, on hold. I mm. think Brian was like that for six yeah, months. Like yeah, 60, PayPal will do you, in the, do, do yeah, you like that. Yeah, PayPal will hold you up. And, and, that's, and, and people got to know these things, too. So what I will tell you to do is is when you are connecting with a hosting platform for your website look at the different payment gateways and payment uh, merchants that they have that you can use on their platform because those things make a difference with paypal i don't care if you're a new seller they're holding your money for up to 21 days every time you get a payment as long as they want to until they mm. decide that they're not going to wow Man, I ain't gonna lie. I think they'd be holding that money to pay other people out. Yeah. <laughs> or or trading it or or doing or or doing whatever else they want to do with it. Or doing them loans they be doing. They be doing something. Some. Can I add something there? 
Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so Stripe yeah. is seven days. I recommend Stripe over PayPal. It's about seven days, but it's also making sure that one, you're a real business. Two, they got to check your information of what you put in your application. And then three, they need to make sure that when you do have a customer, you're not getting charged back. A lot of people don't realize when you get charged back, it'll mess up with your merchants. When you have too many chargebacks, that's when they start holding up your funds. They like, are you really, you know, delivering your services? So make sure that your policies is correct, regardless. If you say that they're gonna get their product in 14 days and instead it's a month from now, that can end up being a chargeback. And, and honestly, PayPal will side with them over uh with the customer over Stripe. Every Stripe time. is a good opportunity, but PayPal gonna give me their money back and then it's a strike against you. So just be careful. I just want to throw that in there. It's just Ruby. Hey y'all. Yeah, I just I just want to go with somebody that's gonna give me my cake, man. Give me my cake. Hey man, well, you know what? Cake. That's another what? thing, too. This is what we gotta understand because it doesn't matter what merchant you connect with. There's going to be a time frame that it takes for the money to clear and get released to you. It doesn't matter who you deal with. I've been working yeah. with Stripe for years. And at the rate that I've been working with them and the amount of money that I process through them, it literally it like it instant takes payout. it can it, instant payout. Not only instant payout, they they you can get instant payout for up to a certain amount. And of course, the more money you process to them, the more they, they will allow you to instantly pay out. And then the longer you build a relationship with them and you are in good standings, I mean, if I get a deposit that comes on the 30th, mine's is going to be there on the first or the second, right? We're like clockwork with, with, with Stripe, right? But but again, I've, I've built that relationship and that rapport based off of me keeping that account in good standings. And just like Ruby said, not having chargebacks and making sure all of my policies are clearly stated. And I am doing good business because when you don't do good business, that does impact the merchants that you can use. And that also impacts your business because when you don't have access to multiple merchants, you can't service people that are in certain countries and in certain places because they have to have access to different forms of payment. And so you got to keep that in mind. I just want to add one thing real quick. Also, what I started telling people to do is turning on your, um, your purchase protection. A lot of people don't know if you're doing invoicing and stuff like that. You can you can pay that out of your money so you can protect yourself from chargebacks, especially if you use QuickBooks, things like that. All of that stuff matters with any type of store is looking to see if you can protect purchases, shipping costs, all of that, if, especially if you use like a third party vendor to ship your product out to the customer. Um, see if they have some sort of purchase protection that you can put on that. And then that helps you stay in good standing with the merch. I just want to add that. Ooh -wee. Hey man, this has been a hell of a show. Oh, can I add just one more thing? Please. This is just one more thing that I, I have got to add. And you know, those who you know frequent Los's room on Friday, they've heard him speak about it, and then they you know heard me talk about it. But one of a, a very important thing that you need to acquire um, as a online business owner when you are selling physical products is product insurance. Mm. A lot of people don't think well, how about you get that. that. Um, you can literally do your, I mean, well, it's levels to it because all insurance companies, of course, don't offer that specific product. So you will have to find an insurance company in your area that offers product insurance. But nevertheless, product insurance is a pivotal thing 
for you to have because it protects you as an online business owner when you run into issues or any liabilities that your products may have. Right. And so, for example, me, you know, one of the products that I have, you know, one of the stores that I showed you guys is a vegan cosmetic line. I'm a vegan, have been for years. And so I push clean products, organic products and what I do. But that is also a liability. You got people that might break out, get allergic reactions and things of that sort. And you want to be protected, right? Mm. You know, if you're selling toys, right? And you got those hazardous, um, you know, the small toys, they got little pieces and, you know, someone might come and purchase a toy from your store, you know, and, you know, one of their children might be hurt by one of the, 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 the products, you know, mm. you want to be mindful of those things. And so again, Knowing these things, it takes you doing your due diligence. You have to make sure you're doing your market research. You have to make sure that you are studying all of these things, learning these things. So that way you are protecting yourself around the board, all the way around the board. And I just had to throw that in there because I, 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 I nobody that I've ever come across that's building a store has ever had product insurance. <laughs> I never heard of product insurance. Now, that, now you when go. you say product insurance, that's for physical and digital or only physical products? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I didn't realize I was muted. No, um, you want to do it for because digital products, um, it's levels to it, right? Um, you you can't cause physical harm with a digital product, right? So protect your ass from chargebacks. <laughs> Well, you know, it's levels to it. And there's different riders that you can put in place. But again, you know, it is more so for the physical product standpoint for liabilities and, you know, any hazards or any hurt harm that can be caused by a product. Gotcha, wow. gotcha. Because I'm saying some of these payment processes are saying we got chargeback protection. But yeah, so with QuickBooks for service-based business, use QuickBooks. Um, it, they take 1% from your, your sale and they put that on there and they started doing that, you know, just to protect those who are in the service based business. So you don't necessarily have to go get a whole insurance policy or nothing like that. But depending on your industry. So if I was like somebody who sells health products, you definitely need to have your disclaimers on there. So people know you need to consult with your doctor stuff like that. Those small little things can save you. Even if you don't have insurance, you're at least informing the customer like, hey, this has peanuts in it or where it's from. So be be cautious with anything that you put that people are either ingested into themselves or something, just making sure you're doing your due diligence on the back end. But there is also insurance on different shipping order fulfillment areas. So if you want to just ensure the product itself, like um, if you buy something, it's $50. You can do that just like you do travel insurance, right? But then they have other insurance that you can buy to protect the brand. So those are two different types of insurances to look at. But definitely consult a lawyer, no matter what you're selling. You know what I mean? Have somebody look over your policy. Don't just throw a policy up there and it's generic. A lot of people do that. And you need to make sure that you're not buying templates out there. If you know that your product can cause harm or it's coming from a region, you need to protect yourself at all costs regardless. But when it comes to the merch, definitely make sure that you are listing when people are getting stuff. If you're going to have any type of store, do not just be saying, hey, you're going to get the product when I feel like it, because honestly, people can get your merch account set shut down and then you can't sell online at all. Because once the merch account is gone, you're a high risk person and they ain't going to give it to you. And you just going to have to start over. <laughs> you ain't going to be able to start over. 
and I just want to throw one more thing in there. I know y'all y'all are trying to wrap up, but I, I can't stress the importance of what she said enough, you know, and making sure that your policies are clearly stated and outlined on your website, you know, because that is another way that people win when it comes down to these chargebacks, because your policies are not clearly stated. Right. You know, I don't you know, when even when I build websites. Right. You know, sometimes when you go to some websites, you can go to one page and you'll see the shipping policy, the refund policy, the return policy, everything on one page. You know, there people you have customers that because people don't like to read. Right. They will literally say, oh, well, you know what? It wasn't clearly stated on their website. And guess what? They're going to side with the customer every time. So you want to make sure that these things are clearly stated, clearly outlined. You have these different protections in place. You get the insurance that you need because you want to be protected all the way around the board because this is your brand. And if your brand goes down, then you're losing money. Now you got to rebuild again and it's a whole horror show. So do it right the first time so you don't have to go do it again. I just had to throw that in there. Well, DQ, what's the typical cost to set up some terms and conditions of business? Okay, so again, it's gonna you know vary. Um, I, you know, now I'm gonna just if I let the cat out the bag, you can do it for for free for the free ninety nine right now. Thanks to our good clean sister and brother Chat GPT. Okay, ooh, ooh. you can do it for the free ninety nine. Okay. With the free ninety nine for the free ninety nine for the free, for the free, free Chat GPT. And you can and I tell people literally, you can go over there and you can tell ChatGPT create, scan the internet, right? Based off of the legally, based off of the current legal, uh, the laws in place right now, scan the internet and create me a terms and conditions for my blank and blank store, a, a online fitness store or a online um wellness shop and chat gpt is going to create your terms and conditions based off of the type of store that you have my god for the free 99 hey, for the free um i would i want to add something there real quick byron so i would suggest that in that like with any website there's a few policies you definitely want to have you definitely want to have a privacy policy and then list your state's privacy policy laws okay how you collect data, all that stuff matters. You're collecting data on people, these analytics, these cookies, what we're doing with your credit card, all that needs to be on there. If you don't know how to do that, then definitely consult with a lawyer. If you don't know how to prompt that into chat GPT or figure that out, you definitely need to have that. The terms and condition or terms of service is another one. FAQ page, you also need a, um, if you're using certain vendors for like Afterpay and Sizzle, they're also going to require you to have a refund policy as well. And if you don't have those things on there, you won't even get your application approved to be one of those vendors to do Afterpay. Uh, well, Stripe will do it with Afterpay, but not with Sizzle. Sizzle, you definitely have to have those terms on your website. It can't just be listed in, it has to be a particular place. Another one that I would suggest that you need to make sure that you have is um, a COVID policy. Like if you know you don't take any type of returns, you need to do that as well. And then just a shipping policy to let people know how long it's going to take for them to get their product when they should expect it. And then if you need any other disclaimers, affiliate marketing, if you're doing anything like that, definitely having that like, hey, 
we're just promoting it, but we have we're not we're we're a separate entity and all of that. You still want to look at a lawyer, no matter what. ChatGPT is great, but if you don't know the 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 language, you can still get caught up. So yes, for the free ninety nine, but when you get some coins, protect yourself through a real lawyer. Okay, do that. Oh no 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 no. Let's let's yeah, let me just dig dig a little deeper. Okay, you want to use ChatGPT, but even if you do, you still want to consult a lawyer because you want to make sure that it is outlined correctly, right? And a lot of times if you don't have the money or you don't have a, a lawyer on staff, right? You know, you can do free consultations with a lot of these platforms and they will help you um, make sure or go over some of those things with you. And again, that's going to vary, okay? There's not a lot of people that will do it for free, but nevertheless, you want to make sure. And one more policy that you want to definitely make sure that you have is your store policy. So you need to have your shipping policy. You need to have your refund policy. You need to have a return and exchange policy. If it applies, you need to have a store policy, uh, terms and conditions, and you need to have your privacy policy. You need to, just like she said, outline your payment methods and any policies as it pertains to the payment gateways and the payment merchants that you're, you're doing. You want to outline all of those things. And just like she said, make sure that you have those key points inside of your product descriptions when it comes down to those disclaimers about the product materials or the product ing ingredients. All of that is going to make sure you um you're 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 protecting yourself. So basically, you need to put Chat GPT to work. That's all I understand. Look, look, Period. I, I, I'm going to Chat GPT. I'm gonna type up me some prompts. I'm gonna get with Luis or somebody or, or Dropshipping Queen Ruby, want somebody who know how to put them prompts together. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the AI figure all of that out for me. That's what I'm gonna do. What, what about you? Hello, get AI to do it. <laughs> get That's yeah, it. let them do it. That's, it. That's all I'm doing. That's all yeah. I'm doing. Absolutely. Shout out to Matilda, man. Shout out to Matilda. Uh, yeah. So, DQ, man, we, we, any final words? Because you, yeah. you went crazy today. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, hold, hold, hold your mule, hold your mule, hold your mule, hold your mule. Mm. I'm about to get some uh, little, little cognac because that, that, that club chase drink pop up. You start going crazy. <laughs> no, nah, no, I just be sick and tired of the cat, you know. You know, people just need to, you know, sometimes it's, it's okay for you to sit conversations out, right? Mm. You know, when, Ooh. you know, it doesn't apply, you need to learn how to let it fucking fly. You know, Ooh. and every time, you know, a conversation arises, it doesn't mean you have to participate in a conversation, especially if you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And you're out here spreading false uh, information and fake news. Ooh. And I'm going to be the one to report the news. OK, and so I definitely came here to let to set the record straight because drop shipping is not dead. It is alive. It is thriving and it's going to continue to grow. OK, and if you and if I really want to report the news, if you haven't, if you ain't got haven't gotten into it, you better because um, y'all do know we're getting further into the future. Y'all not going to be able to walk into brick and mortar stores before it's all in over with. Mm. Y'all are going to be buying everything online. They're making printers. Mm -hmm that we're gonna be able to print out clothing from the stores that we purchase. They're making printers where we're gonna be able to print out food. Y'all are not gonna be able to go into no brick and mortar store before it's all said and done. So mm. you better get online. Wow. Today, she said what she said. And there is not, I don't care what you do, what industry you're in, where you come from, 
there is a product that you can sell, period. Sell it. If your business is not online, it's homeless. Oh. We don't want our businesses out here homeless. Now that's not a good look. That's not a good look. I was talking to a homeless guy yesterday, man. He just talking about some crazy stuff. He he stuck in two thousand one. Talking about rent. My God, three hundred three bedroom house. Come on, man. (laughs) You don't want your business to be like that guy. Listen, I just (laughs) want to say thank you, DQ, for coming and blessing the family today. Um, Where can anybody, if anybody is looking to find you or get more information, where can they go to find that? Um, um, well, you know, we, we are, you know, on, you know, a lot of platforms, the dropshipping dynasty, which is my brand, you know, we are, you know, going bigger and better in 2024. And so, you know, we have a Facebook group It's called the dropshipping dynasty. You guys can come join us over there. You know, I have our private community on discord. Um, you guys can come join us there. We are in the process of literally doing a multi-million dollar launch with this brand. And so, you know, everything is getting bigger and better in 2024. And so um, I think Brianna, my girl, is in the chat. Um, If you are, Brianna, please drop the links for my good, clean sisters and brothers. So that way they can get access to me. You know, I have consultations. I do not mind y'all calling and picking my brain. You know, I am here to help my good, clean sisters and brothers get to this bag because it's a bag to be gotten. And so, you you know, connect with me on social media. Um, Like I said, I'll have my people drop the links in the chat and you guys can connect with me there. But, you know, it's up and stuck. Okay. So what they want on the the, the gravy train, you might want to get on it now. I'm just reporting the news. That's all I can do. Also, if you drop it in the chat, drop it also on the the comment section because that comment section is gonna gonna you know you're gonna see that forever. Uh, you gonna you can see it in the chat, but you can only see it in the chat while it's live. So if you can drop that drop that them links in in that comment section as well because uh, that's gonna be there forever. Yeah. And I'll add it to the bottom of the video too afterwards. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I just want to say I appreciate your joy. Um, and uh, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to have somebody who is an expert uh, to come and share their wisdom. And he- here's the beautiful thing about this. Oh, we ain't hear no theory. This wasn't theory. This was experience speaking. You right. see, you got to be real, real careful when you listen to folk talk business from a theoretical perspective, because guess what? Mm-hmm. Every business works in theory. Let me explain something to you. I can make a trillion dollars selling ice cream theoretically in speaking. theory <laughs> and it's all somebody, good too. Okay? theoretically speaking good. i can make a trillion dollars you know what i'm saying but when we start talking supply chain when we start talking systems when we start talking budget all of that theory go out the window oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah 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 did i did i tell any lies dq no, you ain't told not one lie. <laughs> not not nan lie. You and all you're doing is reporting the news. That's so it. I hope they're picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So listen, man, I just want to say, man, I hope everybody have a tremendously successful day today. Tremendously successful. Shout out to DR Biles, new member in the He's building. Really interested too. Yeah, definitely interested. So you definitely want to reach out to DQ. And uh, tap in with her. You know, she has a phenomenal tribe. 
and, and here's the thing. They ain't just been singing her praises just here today. They've been singing her praises for a long time. Oh, this ain't nothing new. You know, this ain't nothing new. That's it. So listen, That's it, like man. I said, I hope everybody tremendous amounts of success. Hope to see you on the other side of success, wherever you are in your particular journey. And uh, yeah, man, listen, anything you want to add to that? Oh, yeah, man. Before we get out of here, man, make sure y'all connect with uh, DQ. If you're trying to get in some drop shipping and look, we all got mortgages, rent. You trying to get, if you're trying to pay off a house, you trying to buy a house in the next year, year and a half, make sure you get, go to ice10k.com before you even buy the house. He's going to show you how to, how you can pay this house off in, in seven years. It's good to have a house, but it's better to have a house with no no house. Though I'm I'm just here to tell you, you know. And we having a home buyers show. Like it ain't gonna be no regular stuff next Thursday. So make sure y'all pull up same time, six thirty Central Standard Time. That being said, we out, man. Make sure y'all show us love, man. Hit the like button. You know what I'm saying? Join the community. Join the family. Doctor Bob's enjoying the day. You can be next. Just click the button, man. Appreciate everybody for the super chat. It was a great day today. Appreciate Joy DQ for dropping that game. Hope y'all learned a lot. We out, man. Peace. What's up, y'all? So most people struggle with sales. A lot of us in real estate, and we struggle with our sales. We struggle with follow-up. We struggle with leads. And we're just basically missing out on deals. For me, I just got on Taskify CRM. They send messages out for you. And look, a lot of us have work. When you get off of work, you have hot leads ready for you. Make sure you check out Taskify CRM. I'm telling you, it automatically replies for you. And look, it sends you multiple messages. Like we're talking about drip, drip campaigns, so you're not missing up on the lead follow-up. So make sure you check out Taskify CRM. Use coupon code NOSTINGENERGY to get 10% off. I'm about to show y'all inside my CRM so I can see how it really works. Make sure y'all check it out. Peace.